0: welcome back to grass south y'all how the fuck are we
1: hey dustin <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> hey Colby. <Kobe. laughs>
0: hey guys Thanks for tuning in, guys. We are so excited to have you with us this week. Um, We are back with another interview this week, and we are super excited. Um, Colby's going to tell us a little bit about that in just a few. We really appreciate your support, guys. We are now up to 44 whole-ass listeners on Spotify.
1: We love every single one of you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're also on 24 devices on Apple. I don't exactly know what that means. I can personally say I only account for two of those 24.
1: Yeah. I have, um, 22 burner phones. Oh yeah. Hidden under the bed. Thank you. Yeah. I got to support my babe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, well you're in this gig too now, bitch. So, (laughs) um, yeah, we really appreciate it guys. Um, we've had five reviews on Apple as well. So super grateful for that. If you get a second. Yeah. Yes.
1: Leave us reviews. Tell us how much you love us.
0: Um, yeah, just go give us a rating. It's super quick, super easy to go give us a rating. Hopefully it's five stars.
1: You can lie. It's okay. Like if you didn't like it, just please lie. Yeah. Just put five stars. Yeah. I don't want to know how you really felt because I'll
0: spiral. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do want to know how you really feel. I will also spiral, but I will also make changes. So (laughs) if you hate it, tell me, (laughs) um, if you love it, tell me more though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Guys, so last week we talked about um, a local black trans woman here in Little Rock named Brayla Stone, who was murdered within the seven days since her murder, five more black trans women have been murdered around the country. And it's, I think two was in one day I read two, And sickening. I just not in the good way. No. And you know, I know we've talked about like donate, don't like, but like, for real, like this is, this can help change things. And we, we've got to be better. We really do. And, um, so we're going to be posting on our social media. Once again, if you follow us, uh, at QAS podcast, um, on Twitter and Instagram, um, we will add links and be posting, um, to take you to, I know there's one that's a GoFundMe. Um, one is like a memorial where you can donate. So literally, Please, I mean, any little bit that you can spare and just devote, I mean, three minutes of your time.
0: And guys, a lot of these um, funds, I know the first time that I ever heard about like a memorial fund, I didn't fully understand what it was. A lot of these funds are, the money is being funneled back into the community. So they're being used for trans organizations Mm -hmm. or black led organizations. Yes. So those places are here to help bring a voice to black people, to trans people, to queer people. So when you donate, your money is going back to our community. So don't forget that. Um, yeah, we're going to be sharing all of that. So please take a few minutes of your time. Like Colby said, three minutes. We all have three minutes. Get off Twitter, get off Instagram for just a second and go sign, go donate. But get ba- get on first to go to our links <laughs> and then get <laughs> yes. off it, bitch. Yes. Follow the link to off of Twitter, Instagram, wherever you're at. Um On a less dark note, guys, there are some wins for the queer community this week in the news, which lately seems few and far between. Um, So I definitely wanted to highlight that. Y'all, Scotland is
1: adding LGBTQ history to their fucking curriculum. I'm jealous. I'm moving. Well, I know I've said I don't (laughs) want kids, but if we do ever have kids, we're moving to Scotland. What are we getting into here today, babe? Um. Having a kid, <laughs> having a kid,
0: um, anyways, that's a topic for not on the podcast, or maybe it's a topic for the podcast. Regardless, we'll y'all, cut it all out. Um, fucking queer
1: history in the school curriculum that is
0: absolute insanity. I think in the Amazing. very first introductory episode, I was talking about a lack of education, um, specifically from yeah. the sexual side of things, but yeah, like. We talked and we screamed about how Marsha B. Johnson was never taught to us. Guess what? Kids in Scotland are going to
1: fucking hear about that in school just like they should. The main thing I'm just picturing is being a little third grader and you come into class on a Friday and the topic is ballroom. Oh, like, that's the only thing I've been able to think of. Can you imagine, like, learning about that? Um, well, guys, Ballroom
0: is going to be a whole nother um, yes. episode that we're going to dive into. Yes. Because it's so pivotal to our history as queer people, so... I could
1: I could go on, yes. I've yeah. read a lot of, a really, a lot of eye-opening things that I didn't know, that I'm glad that I know now. Right. So, yeah. Stay tuned for that.
0: Yes. Um, We're trying to make this intro as short and sweet as possible. We have um, much more interview than I was planning on, and I'm trying to give you guys shorter episodes. Not going to happen this week, just to give you a heads up while you're listening. One more thing that's a win for our community. A Brazilian man has been cured via experimental medication for treatment of AIDS. Guys, he's been cured we're still in the early testing stages. There are other, there, there was at least one other person that was a part of the study who was not cured. Um, also saying cured is not saying that living with HIV or AIDS is a bad thing, but it is something you have to deal with every day of your life if you have it. So the fact that there could be a cure, that's incredible. That's a, you know, it's a step forward. Yeah. It's a huge step forward. Um, You know, once upon a time, it was a certain death sentence, and now it might be that you can not have it anymore. That's something that we really need to celebrate. So, kudos to those people um, really putting in the work down there. That's fucking awesome. So, let's celebrate that. Who
1: are we talking to this week, babe? Guys, I'm so freaking excited because we got to sit down and talk to a girl that I am literally fucking obsessed with. Her name is. Literally. Yeah, I mean, I I talk about her more than I talk about my own cat, probably. Wow. Well. Uh, <laughs> um, no, her name is Maggie Wells, and she's a resident from Conway, Arkansas. So just hop and a skip here in Little Rock, um, and now lives in Denver, Colorado. And we had so much fun sitting down with her uh, safely and safely socially distanced. Yes, ma'am. Um, and talking about her point of view of things and growing up in the South and then, you know, picking up and moving her life to Denver and coming out as a bisexual woman or not, or We're not. We're going to unpack the, all yeah. of it. Um, uh-huh. That's You'll her favorite st- statement. I think it's yeah. unpack it, uh-huh. but there was a lot to unpack. So no, it really was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so stay tuned for that. Hope you guys enjoy.
0: Hi, I'm so excited you're here today.
2: Me too. The I, fact that we meet and record a podcast in the same day. Yes. The so power. Um,
0: iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of being forced to get to know one another. Well, mm-hmm. me more so getting to know you. I'm gonna try not to talk about myself because i have a really bad habit of doing that.
2: Um, you can. I'm getting to know you as well. <laughs> Don't but we I'm all? Sure we all relate. Well,
0: we know Colby. We just spent two
1: episodes talking about you. <laughs> I'm actually super. And he's still
2: here. I'm still here. <laughs>
1: I'm super excited though to interview you. No,
2: yeah, I don't like. I actually can't even remember when we became friends. I think it was the internet, right? Just from oh, other gays. E- well, <laughs> yeah, that's like how it works I- here, yeah. Queer South. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I've always like slightly known Brittany too. Shout out, um, my roommate so, has <laughs> been
1: the waiting I for I her name drop. Actually. She has been so waiting for
2: there you go, girl. Brittany. You know I'd bring it to you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't like. We just kind of became really close out of mm-hmm. nowhere, but I think we just always related, especially I mean, being surrounded by like people that weren't always like us, mm-hmm. too, like in college and stuff. So Yeah.
1: Also, you're creative, and you are, I mean, bold and bright and unique mm-hmm. in a way that, You stand out "Mm -hmm." from everybody. "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you stand out. You know, like confidence. We love it. We do. You know, the outfits, everything that you do. I'm just, I'm I'm obsessed with. Well,
2: it's the like most drag you can have as like a well straight girl at the time. (laughs) Well,
0: we're gonna dissect that, (laughs) unpack that. can we please? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you live in Colorado now, yeah?
2: Yes, in Denver.
0: Just like a little brief like moment. How different is it from? Here.
2: you know one thing i will say this is kind of like good and bad but like there are trash people everywhere i've learned like colorado yeah. is actually way more of a purple state than it is blue like mm. i was like yay like getting out the south whatever and like you just learn obviously we have the president we do for a reason like those right, people are everywhere are aware, yeah. right not to start off on a dark tone oh but y'all God. knew I was going to talk about Trump at some point period well no we uh, there's conservative pockets all in Colorado mm-hmm. and like I actually work in a school district that is more conservative so it's like i mean it's probably good that i have experience living in that environment because I know how to navigate that better right, obviously right. not being conservative myself so you know that's just like the basic stuff but as far as gay culture I mean I actually you know I grew up in Conway but then I lived in Fayetteville which you know now that I live in Denver I realize that is like so not as like liberal and all these things as right as it is now in Denver but mm-hmm. at the same time for Arkansas like Fayetteville really is like a special little gym you know as right. far More as the like and so feel but, a little bit more
1: comfortable walking around with your significant other oh, for sure i mean up there but rather than down granted
2: here. that's it's just totally different perspective like when i was in arkansas that is how it felt mm-hmm. but there's only one gay bar there i think nowadays and it's 18 and up so it has just turned into like a 18 and up bar exactly. less of a gay yeah, space yeah, that's and so in yeah really yeah.
0: badly too which
2: i understand like there's benefits to both but it's like there f- never felt like there was one specific space whereas now in denver you know what i mean like I'm always in I'm out. I literally like don't know any straight people. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a problem, but I'm it's slowly yeah. begu- starting out. <laughs> yeah. Like the
1: only one I know now is my
2: roommate pretty much. Well, I totally <laughs> flipped like in Arkansas. I had mostly, you know, straight friends and a couple gay friends and I dated most of them. So it's like, now, <laughs> oh, yeah. now it's like, I'm trying to find the straight friends, but either way, you know, it's refreshing. But yeah, I mean, Denver, obviously there's like specific gay spaces, um, Yeah, I mean, overflow of that, which is great for me. But it's just, like, it does make me sad thinking Mm -hmm. about, you know, living here. And it's, like, there's people who, like, that representation is so important. Mm -hmm. And for you to really flourish, like, because people tend to do it even without having that. But that's the hard part. But, like, if you actually have the spaces and the community, it's just that much easier, especially Mm -hmm. if you have, like, a hard family growing up with it. So that does make me sad. That's my favorite part about where I moved. But, I mean, there are definitely... I think what I mean to say to wrap that in a bow is, like, there's things that humble me of, like, you can't really escape, like, those type of people necessarily. They're everywhere, and it's more so, like, in your mindset and who you surround yourself with. So I wouldn't say, like, the South is not, like, as evil in itself. Like, definitely things happen here that have taken a lot longer, are taking (laughs) a lot longer (laughs) to dissipate, but it definitely exists everywhere. so
0: Well, I think... Uh, as the south as a whole i think one of the bigger issues is like you just said like there are like very specific safe spaces in denver i feel like whenever i imagine denver or really just more northern places like yes there are the conservative people but they don't like run everything quite like they do in the right. south like they're oh, not that's as true. in charge mm-hmm. so you know while they might be there they're probably like more in hiding versus being like very out and vocal and like we're not Mm -hmm. gonna bake your cake because you're gay you know what i mean exactly
2: well and it yeah because it's a little bit more embarrassing for them there because they're (laughs) not the majority like so here yeah for sure like i mean i was on the lake this weekend and there was like four boats with huge trump flags whereas in colorado it's like you don't really see that out and about but obviously the votes reflect that those people are around yeah probably the older people but well and
0: it's because i feel like People our age aren't getting out and voting. So go fucking vote, everybody. Another
2: breaking news. (laughs) There's (laughs) lots of, like, public comments within this podcast Mm -hmm. if you're ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, another thing, too, with that, which I'm sure you guys understand, like, I think when I lived in the South, it was always kind of like, well, really always growing up. Before I even realized I was gay, anything like that, just in general, I've always kind of like been loud about how i felt about things or whatever and it didn't mm. always like me and my friend were just bonding about how we got bullied in sixth grade for voting for the democratic candidate and oh like God, the in like a f- mock f- election, election. Yeah. yes i was like Same foreshadowing thing. your entire <laughs> yeah. life sweetie but yeah um but like i did feel like some weird thing of guilt like at times when i was leaving because i was just like not that like i hold the power or something but just like anyone that has a better mindset down here like more mm-hmm. progressive and like accepting I just think like it kind of makes you feel like yikes like one less person down here
0: right. like to I will yeah. th- like on that topic I do think because like I've thought my entire life that I would leave mm-hmm. like I never in a million years thought that at 28 in? South Arkansas Camden oh girl, okay.
2: mm. yeah okay. um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I really really thought that I would be gone um, but that is kind of something that I've learned to appreciate more in my adult life is that so many people um, especially queer people kind of grow up and just leave to go somewhere that is safer, mm-hmm. and with that, you know it kind of compounds back on itself, and it's like the people that could be creating these safe spaces right. for young queer people kind of keep have leaving, gone, which right. is fair. Like, but you know, with our generation and the generation right below us, I think it's a really important time to try to create those safe spaces Take wherever you are. So, like, like even you don't get yes. to own
2: what Arkansas is exactly. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: exactly. So, I think that that is a really important thing, and that's kind of one thing that I want to accomplish with this podcast is create a voice Mm -hmm. within the South where people can come to and be like, Oh my God, like I hear myself represented and hopefully that will make people feel more safe you know like i literally talk about this to conservative white women that sit in my chair at the salon <coughs> i'm like oh so by the way i started a podcast about queer life in the south and they're kind of in a shaking. situation at right. that moment that they can't shaking in like, the foils okay <laughs> exactly okay <laughs> kind of had to take these opportunities to push the gay agenda on people mm-hmm. right because <laughs> the game oh, well is you're right. just like using
2: your <laughs> yeah. Not authority, but yeah. Yeah, like it's that's like the a platform, the, mm-hmm.
0: and I think it's really important. Well, you never know if one to of those that.
2: Karens that you're highlighting their hair, right. that's their son that you could be opening up them up to a little bit yes. more mm-hmm. just by even saying that, not talking anything in depth, right. but just yeah. like being open and proud about it. Like
0: Right, and mm-hmm. that I think that that's really important because I used to be so like, I wanted to hide it, I wanted to hide it, I wanted mm-hmm. to hide it. But, you know, and I have had people like clients that have come to me and be like, so my nephew just came out. Wow. And I just like, you know, I want to be supportive or whatever. But like, what do I need to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you listen need to? Do? Literally Keep it listen. moving. One and word. And that's exactly listen. what I tell everyone. <laughs> like, I've had a woman come to me and say, like, so my son, like, I don't know, he just is interested in more female things. And I'm like, well, OK, we'll stop right there. That does not like Exactly. If he's interested,
2: it's a boy thing as well. Like, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's boy, girl, like, let's not draw that line there. Just love him, support him. If he wants to put on a fucking dress, let him put on a dress. You know, I always, always encourage just love, support, love, support, listen, talk, educate yourself. That's so important to me. If you want to come have a conversation with me, if you're not comfortable about it, I love that. And I love Mm -hmm. that I've been vocal enough about it for people to feel comfortable coming to me, you know? Right. Like, again, why I want to be doing this. I want to share people's stories. I want people to help other people because I think it's really important to talk to someone who's been through it versus, like, An entire straight family can't sit down and figure out how to handle a child that they think is gay. You know, like they're not going to know exactly what to say, exactly what to do because they haven't dealt with it before. That's fine. Seeking out someone that has been through it, I think, is really important. So listen to your kids.
2: Well, yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's what I mean. Like with the guilt, it's just like that we need people like you to stay here and do that. It's just like you do have those moments as a gay person where you're like, I don't want to be like that person in the room for once like that mm-hmm. is like the minority and how they feel about right. something like yeah. i want to go around people that feel like the same head, way right? that i do mm-hmm. which is like yeah it's great and all but it's like privilege for sure because there's oh. people down here who are like hi like searching netflix for like a gay like character oh, at yeah, all you absolutely. know what i mean yeah. so um,
1: i'm telling yeah. you that it was the late not hbo okay that porn you know mm, yeah. <laughs> mine was just the l word the but uh, i mean crazy. are we are we surprised me, so very, oh. um, <laughs> life has just come full circle
2: for you yeah. yes.
1: i didn't have a really a gay show that i resonated with when i was younger because again like i did not want to ca- be caught dead so mm-hmm. i mean again i watch so you just google things uh, on your family computer that and i would watch <laughs> the the really bad porn that came on late night hbo and just look for the guy yeah and also, I didn't know
2: that was a thing. Oh,
1: my God, yeah. It was, like, softcore. It would never show anything of the guy, which I was very mad about. Yeah. Was it straight porn? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but they <clears> weren't, <throat> girl, they weren't throwing gay porn up there. Yeah. The closest thing yeah. to gay porn <laughs> What I am I even thinking? This yeah. is, like, 1998. Yeah. Sometimes I would watch the whole thing, and, like, I liked the backstory to it. I was like, oh, my God, she just ordered pizza, and they're fucking now, but.
2: <laughs> You're like, I can't wait to be an adult. Oh, right? Yeah. Is this pizza. How this I can't is. wait to order pizza. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I and get raw-dogged by
0: the delivery man. Yeah. Uh, okay we're gonna reel it back in just for a second um first of all how do you identify
2: that's a good question (laughs) honestly (laughs) literally like Mm -hmm. i would say i was straight for the first like 19 years of my life i thought Mm -hmm. um and then i literally like realized i like girls from meeting my first girlfriend like at a party i was like why am i like trying to follow this girl around like i would a guy if i thought he was hot you know what i mean like find ways to talk to them like all these Mm -hmm. things so i was like clearly but i've just always been so open about everything like stand the gaze and everything so i i wasn't like scared off really By it. i was like oh that's not surprising for me like honestly <laughs> why did it take this long yeah but i definitely look back and i'm like try to find those moments i'm sure y'all did the same aka the uh, pizza yeah. pizza porn but like <laughs> i try to look back and find the hints or whatever uh-huh. like i mean there's a few questionable like third grade hangouts i won't name the people <laughs> but like <laughs> that i look back and we just thought we were playing or whatever uh-huh. but other than that Like, and I think there were a few girls, like, you know, I thought they were, they were like, I wanted to be them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, did I want to be on them? Okay. I'm not sure, you know? Yeah. I I think my type is very, like, chapstick, lesbian, like, Mm -hmm. tomboy. And,
1: Okay. You just said that. We need to unpack that, which we can hear in a minute. Put because that on we the list. we yeah. yeah, because we need to know.
0: Lesbian terminology, because, girl, we only know uh, gay boy terminology. I work with um, a questioning lesbian. She's not sure. We're going to talk to her at some point, too. But mm-hmm. anyway, she starts telling me these terms and i'm like whoa i really thought i knew what was Mm -hmm. happening in our in our world and i don't so no
2: chapstick i mean i can tell you all day that's like i'm the biggest fan
0: (laughs) now is that like chapstick lipstick same thing
2: i don't know where it came from you could probably urban dictionary but it's like (laughs) the step between you know the people who fall between like they're not a lipstick lesbian femme that'd be the same thing or like butch okay so I think there's somewhere in between where it's like, y'all's just some, my girlfriend. Like right. oh, yeah. <laughs> literally like uh-huh. they're, they're getting ready. Routine is throwing on some chapstick, maybe a swoop of mascara if they're feeling crazy right. uh-huh. for the uh-huh. <laughs> beat for the back row, <laughs> <laughs> but just like more tomboy, you know, but right. not like full on, butch. I think that leaves a big gap of people. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I would say most people don't say, like, proudly, hey, I'm a chapstick lesbian. Like, that's right. what you say about them. <laughs> right, you know I right, think, right,
1: right, Was it last night I had, or the other day I said, okay, so if we were lesbians, I would be the lipstick and yeah. you are the chapstick. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, Very that. Because I'm definitely not butch. <laughs>
0: well,
2: yeah, I <laughs> know. Like, there's probably a few other bullet points we could add in there, like, aside from chapstick. Yeah. But to circle back, I was bringing that up to say, and this brings it back to the South thing, is, mm-hmm. like, I think if I had had chapstick lesbian or tomboy friends or whatever, like, in high school, I pr- I guarantee with how much I that's, like, my type now, mm-hmm. like, to a T, I think I would have probably realized that earlier, but, like, it just – that wasn't the case. There was mm-hmm. either – you know, most of my <clears throat> friends were girly, and then – I mean, there were, like, some more athletes, like, girls that played volleyball or whatever, but no one was really, like, giving me – chapstick realness you know right, okay. like lesbian real <laughs> so i don't know like i just have a very specific i mean aka denver like mm-hmm. they're flourishing in denver right. so i think yeah i don't know i think i probably would have known earlier so i it's just probably i've just always been a fluid person in mm-hmm. in all senses of the word so all that to say when i realized that like at that party that night when i'm 19 i'm like um oh that's not that shocking but um, <laughs> such a
1: chill like, like we're here now right yeah. i know like, right why like, couldn't
0: everyone meanwhile i accidentally yeah. saw a boy's it. penis at the urinal and i wanted to die immediately <laughs> afterwards yeah. because i was mad well i know i'm
2: like i wish i had some like cool like awakening moment but i'm <laughs> no, just I, like um
0: i know i think it's actually really wonderful because i yeah. want to talk about everybody's like kind of moment and the fact that you don't have like a specific moment kind of through puberty, because I think that's where it happens right, for a lot of people sure. is during puberty. Whenever mm-hmm. your hormones really start raging and you're like, Oh, I why am I not sex, like, like, like doing like all yeah. my friends? Yeah.
2: Exactly. Well,
1: and also you, you already come from a really supportive family anyway. Oh, for and sure. like, you're this is very coming close. from a
2: very privileged place here. And I know that like with my family. So I think that if that wasn't the case, I don't think my reaction to myself would have right. been so but like, it's, right, it's, but oh, it's really interesting your family wasn't going to be
0: like, yeah. you like, fuck
2: you right i mean and the thing with my family is we don't i am like the gay cousin you know what i mean and <laughs> okay. actually like i'm going through that tea right now because i literally just brought my first girlfriend home right. so my whole like mom side of the family just met her this weekend so they all had to like that was their test you know what i mean right. like they walk but they were they all they talk really supportive the talk but can everything? you walk the walk exactly. yeah no they were all living for it like i mean
0: watching y'all on the lake like through oh yeah. Instagram, we I were kicking
2: <sighs> No, I mean, first of all, Romel, another shout out uh, gay guy friend came and like had my uncle slapping the bag. So, like, you know, <laughs> they stand the gays after this weekend. But no, like, not only have they, you know, I don't need anyone to sit me down and say, like, this is okay. You know, like, if right. we treat it as normal as I see it is, then that's good to me. But yeah. right. even some of them, like, went out of their way to say to me or my girlfriend, like, when I was not in the room, like, wasn't even a question for us. Like we'll be front row at her wedding, whether to or someone else, you know what I mean? Like, right. so I'm very thankful for that. Cause I know mm-hmm. that's not like the normal reality. I right, wish it was. Right. Cause that's what it should be. Yeah. But well, that's why
1: it's so interesting to hear
0: like your side. Right. from coming definitely from ranges. That. Yeah. For sure. Was there ever a moment that you actually felt like you needed to quote unquote, come out to your family or was it just kind of like, Oh, I'm seeing a girl now.
2: Well, it took me a few months to say anything because mm-hmm. I would to back up. <laughs> Point was because this all started with how do you identify, which I still haven't answered. But no, even okay. though this is like That's a lesbian, okay. I mean, this but we it'll be such an interesting conversation, especially to have with you guys, because like I don't know, like it's just so fluid out there. I almost like don't even see a reason for a label for me, just mm-hmm. because like. I was going to mention is like in high school, I dated guys, like not a ton. Really, was never stunning. Sorry if you're listening. (laughs) It was not stunning, but like. I think we're safe here. mm -hmm. I don't think they're streaming nothing. Well, Um, well,
0: maybe they had an awakening of their own.
2: Well, there's a couple that really maybe, hey, you know you are. Um, But yeah, so I just mean like I dated guys and everything. And like, I think from that moment, I realized like, oh, you definitely like girls as well. Didn't realize it was going to be my preference at the time, but Mm -hmm. I was just like, it never, there was never a light that went off in my head that was like, oh, well, you never actually like, liked guys or Mm -hmm. you didn't enjoy that at all. Like that you were just forcing yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I never had that moment to this day. Like I would say in more ways than one, I live as a lesbian, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But honestly, like if you were to ask me, like, I don't, I just never had that moment where that was ever invalidated or whatever. And I mean, I still find men attractive. That's,
0: that was my next question. Mm-hmm. Are you, yeah. do you find yourself now, obviously not that you actually want to go have sex with them because you're in a relationship. Right. and happy with that. But like, do you find yourself sexually attracted to men still?
2: See, that's, that's where it gets a little gray area. Um, yeah, no, yeah, totally no like, fine. well, I'm literally that meme where it's like bisexual girl who, still finds men attractive, but those men are like Harry Styles, Timothy Chalamet. Like uh, uh right. sis, like right. their trade. You yeah. know what I mean? So well, for all we and, can all stand on a Harry Styles. And I it. mean, <laughs> I used to be in love with Romel, gay now. Like a couple others that I like <laughs> trade. Theme, so yeah. like I don't know. Like like I just said, I'm obsessed with chapstick lesbians, which tend to be females who like are in touch with their masculinity. Right. Mm-hmm. And then clearly, I'm attracted to men who are in touch with the the (laughs) femininity. So it's something (laughs) about the like mixture of nice medium in between. both. the traditional blurring of the lines of gender. I don't like traditionally like masculine men and i don't like girly girls either mm-hmm, like there's right. something about saying fuck you to what is understood this to be the right. that yeah. turns me on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah makes no, so on <laughs> i think like yeah that's that's the men i would say i like but i just don't see that ever <laughs> realistically playing out for myself you know right. like obviously especially not now but like yeah
0: so we were just talking about this on the way to see you like um this whole uh, like bisexual because it's something that neither one of us can ever fully relate to mm-hmm. but i think bisexual is so interesting and i've heard straight girls say that they would never date like a bisexual guy which fuck you, like mm-hmm. why y'all that just worried make that y'all sense.
2: ain't putting it down enough right like, like, girl, yeah. so let's talk about it I anyways <laughs> yeah.
0: um so i think it's very interesting kind of hearing that story for you because i do think traditionally speaking like a bisexual male is going to present more of his feminine qualities forward i think that's kind of what scares most girls well and so they'll be criticized more exactly for- so, yeah because they're gonna be like oh well you can't actually like girls a like, bisexual guy gay. is probably
2: what the kind of guy i would, you end would be up into because, exactly right
0: and so i think that's really kind I'd be of down for the threesome to, come on uh, okay Girl.
2: sorry katie <laughs> my girlfriend be like my so sorry. what are we so all that to say i guess technically i would say i'm bisexual however like i don't want to offend y'all but like i literally thinking about touching a penis at this point y'all they look like um the naked mole rat Kim Possible uh-uh. <laughs> I love y'all and everything I'm sure y'all take care of it but I'm just saying like <laughs> clearly I'm gay as fuck if I think that that's what it resembles and I don't want it you know what I right, mean right. But, well, but that's I th- the essence of a bisexual man that right. I can still get down with so where does that leave me girls <laughs> somewhere on the spectrum
1: yeah <laughs> Period. you don't you know, have to be it. it doesn't yeah.
0: have to um that's kind of what I've learned with uh talking to lesbians or you know, girls that do identify more with dating girls, it is so much more of a spectrum. It's not so black and white, and I think that it's super interesting to, to dive into that. It's for me, it. I knew I mm-hmm. was like, not into girls. He tried it, mm-hmm. not into girls. Yeah, you know, and even yeah. even yeah. still, like we can appreciate when a woman is hot. Like we're very capable of appreciating a a woman's beauty. But sexually speaking, it's just not an option. Right. So I think I think
2: that's the direction I'm heading. So like, I mean, I'm not a baby gay by any means, but like I have really only had like a few relationships right. with girls. So I think maybe that's something I'm still realizing. Like that's my tea. You know, right. what I, mean? I mean, I know it's my tea. Don't get me wrong. But like. I definitely don't see myself as a man at this point. So, right. And one thing I was going to touch on, too, that just might be interesting for the general public, that I saw this post, and I reposted it, you probably saw, but it was like comparing bisexuality and pansexuality. And mm-hmm. I've always thought, like, when I heard the term pansexual, I was like, oh, well, T, that's me, because the more fluid and free, the better. Uh-huh, yeah. But it made the point to say the difference in them is that, like, pansexuals don't... And I may be wrong, so leave a comment below. <laughs> but it, it was saying pansexuals don't really see a difference in experience with genders. Like, gender plays no role to the point of, like, they don't have a different experience with a man versus a woman. Right.
1: It's Trans woman,
2: anything like that. Right. Whereas bisexuals, gender plays a role in the sense that they have different experiences with them. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I definitely do have different experiences. So right. I would say I would be bisexual even though Closer I know there's the like a... Thing mm-hmm. where people like see problems with that, but I mean, I don't. I'm not just attracted to cisgendered people, so like I right. would, I would consider like a trans woman, a lesbian in that sense. You know right. what I mean? So anyway, but that's the always the argument I come back to. You know, like if my parent, I think my parents know that if they weren't okay with it, like I would have just been like, "Why are y'all obsessed with me sucking a dick?" Because yeah. that's all this comes down to is okay, the difference in genitals. So the uh, uh, okay. that
0: um came out um. I guess technically yesterday, but when you hear this, it'll be last week. Uh-huh. Um, we actually talked about that kind of like, why is the first thing that comes to people's mind when you come out to them, like what you're doing in the bedroom? Sex,
2: yeah. Like, like it doesn't
0: make any sense like, to no. me. Now it is something that I'm intrigued in just because I like to learn about all facets of life. And so whenever it comes to, you know, like girl on girl sex, right. like, I am interested but not because that's the first thing that comes to my head.
2: Just because it's something that you don't experience. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I just, yeah.
0: I just. Right. Love that's what I'm saying things, to all you yeah. adults.
2: If you're worried about that with your kids, that shouldn't be what you're. Whether they're straight, gay, whatever. Well, I mean, I get that if you're worried, like if they're staying safe, whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah. If y'all are obsessed with what genital I'm touching, you're the one that needs therapy, okay. and that's how I hear you.
0: <laughs> also, you identify as a girl. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I just want oh, I want yeah. everybody to that's talk about that, be. mm-hmm. uh, because. I remember whenever I first started learning about gender fluidity, I was very confused because it's only really come. First of all, it's been around for forever. I understand. As that. far
2: as like being an open conversation with terms. Mm-hmm. To use, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, you know, I was watching something on TV like several years back and someone like very specifically was like, I am a boy. I identify he his, him. And I was like, wait, why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. I, because I didn't mm-hmm. understand. Right and i think it needs to be more normalized for sure well and so. in that
1: moment too because i kind of feel the same way it was always like well duh yeah. you right. know and then because you're like oh my exactly so yeah. man, of course you know? it's duh for us right, exactly. right. but i think yeah, yeah. even it's if it's not duh.
2: quote i have to do quotes they can't see me but <laughs> quote <laughs> obvious because someone is coming off a of cisgendered or whatever like mm-hmm. I th- even if that's duh for us it mm-hmm. still allows like room for people that are somewhere in the middle to be able to openly say that and not right. be like the one standing out where everyone's like, "What are your pronouns?" Like, can we all just just get it respectful? out there? Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: People ask me all the time, like, "Well, how do I know what to call somebody?" I'm like, "You just ask, ask them." Yeah,
2: we're gonna get into it, girls. I'm like, uh, I don't good. get why people freak out about the they them thing. Like, they think it's so. And I like, I get that it it's not something that we've always done like forever. But I don't. You don't realize that we do that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. we say. If Not you don't know someone's sense. gender, right.
0: if someone's on the phone and they start telling you about what the conversation was, you say, What did they say? They mm-hmm. weren't talking to right. more than one person on the phone. Yeah. You and say, you literally just say? said
2: and they tell you like we use it, that so often. I uh-huh. don't understand why it throws people off to talk about a person in that way. Because right. it's still yeah. It's like,
0: always been a gender mm-hmm. neutral term mm-hmm. if you're referring to someone whose gender you don't know. Right. So first of all, I would rather someone call me they just any start, day of with, the that. Week, like, start yeah, with that you can always start with yeah, yeah. It's, it's so simple and i don't understand like and i've heard people try to get like all grammatically correct with it and and that's the point that i always come back to is it's like no because you use it you've used it your whole life right
2: so suddenly you're a grammar expert you uh-huh. talk yeah. about it. Uh-huh. fuck off yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah that's just something that i want to very explicitly state yeah. with each episode because i definitely want to talk to People who don't identify as male or female, you know, it's practice for me as well. I just saw a post the other day talking about working on people's pronouns because we're all going to fuck up. It just it is what it is. We're Mm going to say the wrong thing because Mm -hmm. we've done it our entire lives. But correcting yourself quickly, not harping on it. And then practicing. Practicing is right. so important. Yeah. Um, well, and
1: also, too, you know, these people will see us, you know, that we're, you know, we're trying, we are learning. We right. want to learn, you know. So mm-hmm. as long as we can, you know, realize our mistakes, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. Right. And correct ourselves well, and move on and, you know. Yeah. And I work with a lot of people who
0: always want to come and ask me these type of questions about the queer community. Now, mind you, I work with mainly gay men and straight women, but they have questions all the time. And so they come to, <laughs> so they come to me and ask me these things. And i'm like are you coming to me to learn i hope so because i would love to educate Mm -hmm. you but then the more that i start realizing i really don't know enough
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah and so i mean i
2: think that's one thing too is like just because we're queer doesn't mean we're experts on all things queer as we know there's racial issues within our community there's Mm -hmm. you know like still violence against trans people and a lot of gays aren't like vocal about that you know so i just think there's can still be pockets within a community so for us to think like oh we're gay so like we we Mm -hmm. we understand them it's like that's not true there's so many other layers to being queer i saw a tweet this
1: morning that said um just remember that you're white before you're gay
2: and that's on period Period. (laughs) (laughs) i was
1: like that's so true it is true um and And i think we all
0: tend to forget that we uh, well you think it's all people think that because
2: we know a certain level of like oppression or whatever Uh being gay i mean that's not the same situation because we're always going to come off as white to whether it's police officer or whatever before we come off as gay anything Uh else we always
0: have we still have that privilege yeah the color of our skin Mm
2: -hmm. So I never finished earlier because we were just getting into the layers of it. But the point <laughs> was, I was saying, I, when I realized I like girls, I did take like a few months until I said anything to my parents, because one, you have to come out to yourself first. Exactly, you guys know that. Absolutely. And I think between that and then I'd never really had a serious relationship period with a guy or a girl like the other, the guys had just been flings or whatever. So I think it was just a lot to process because I was like, I'm like this is becoming serious it's a girl and what the fuck like you know I just it took my own time to like make sure that was something I wanted and everything and so then I was like oh this is the like regardless of this is this I don't even stay with this person and maybe I don't date another girl for a long time or something I know I know myself and I'm like that is a something I did because I wanted it and came from my heart so like I'm like regardless how this relationship plays out i want to tell my parents because Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be the tea again later because (laughs) i i felt so natural about it obviously so yeah as i said it was pretty easy with my parents they were just like we we're gonna love you no matter what like Mm -hmm. and then that was kind of the end of the conversation and then it's really not till recently i've had a serious relationship to bring home and it'd be even a topic Mm -hmm. that They've really shown me that they can walk the walk, you know, so that's been good. But as far as friends and stuff, actually, it's ironic, like... The night I met that girl, I had met, like, other people in Fayetteville mm-hmm. through, like, a good friend. Shout out to Kirby. But Kirby, inter- <laughs> he's from Conway, and he introduced me to a bunch of other people in Fayetteville. So I had had my, like, college girlfriends, which I've been friends with since, like, fifth or sixth grade. So they, they've they always been my close friends. But, I mean, they're all straight. We're pretty different as t- far as, like, our style interests anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, I hadn't experienced the gay part of that difference yet, right. you know, but, like... <laughs> I mean, we'd been friends so long, it didn't really matter how different we were, but that night I actually met, like, a bunch of my other queer friends, Mm -hmm. um, non-white friends, so it was just, like, definitely a night that opened my eyes of, like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. I have my lifelong friends, but it's nice to not, like I was saying earlier, not be the person in the room Mm -hmm. that's, like, not fitting in necessarily as far as how they feel about the world or Mm -hmm. their hobbies or whatever, so I think that happening right alongside like realizing my sexuality was really nice because then I had like just a bunch of other gay people around Mm -hmm. me or like that just definitely made it a smooth transition, you know, and definitely just played into my coming out experience, whether it was with my own sexuality, but just like the concept of sexuality and how that looked in a Mm -hmm. cis guy or trans woman, you know, things like that. So.
0: Well, and that is something that we talk about a lot here is, you know, when you, A lot of times when you first come out, you don't have that network. And because you were already, like, so Mm open-minded, you know, I think that was – that definitely made things – it was like, I didn't have,
2: you. I mean, we all have a little bit of it, but I didn't have like the internalized homophobia from like knowing it for years right. and then finally admitting it. Like, right. I <laughs> had just already stand like any gay that I knew or like right. even in the media. You know, I'm obsessed with pop culture. So it was just like <laughs> nothing new for me, really. Yeah. It was just more so like, do you want this in yourself? And honestly, I'm like, yeah. All that to say, the friends that I had, like my straight friends that I've known forever, like, I took a while to tell them too, just because I was just like,
1: It's a scary conversation. Well, I just didn't
2: want, and they'd never really done anything that I could think of at the time that made me think, like, oh, they're not going to be okay with it. But it's just so different than, like, we were all in sororities. Mm -hmm, Like, right. Yeah, I think, like, I ended up telling them, and they were like, no, like, the only thing they were upset about is that I had kind of been, like, sketchy to them, you know, hanging out with this new girl all the time Mm -hmm. or, like, with those new friends. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, not connected with this like new world in my life so when I ended up telling them like it was totally fine and you know like we're all still really close and everything but I think you know you just have to understand that you need that own time for yourself no matter how open you are like you still Mm -hmm. have to like come to terms with that and it's hard when being gay a lot of people don't go through that until we're older Mm -hmm. because it's not Mm -hmm. something that it was okay with in high school you know so like yeah they didn't realize that I was having my own like oh this is what dating is like now that you realize you like girls like yeah this is a whole new thing to yeah. learn. Yeah. A whole so, whole new world. Yeah, yeah exactly
0: and it's so much later in life than then right straight people like get they've to had have. their
2: like first second third boyfriends and i'm over here like uh, this is my first girlfriend and yeah. i don't even know what i'm doing so right oh my god yeah
0: That's, yeah that, felt that, bad a running a running theme <laughs> here yeah at queer south
1: for sure well i got it now what do i do with it right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so you've always kind of like had gay friends right like mm-hmm. gay guy friends yeah so one thing that i've always found very interesting from an objective point of view now i don't think this is true for every girl but typically what i've seen is girls aren't nearly as judged you know by their family by their friends or you know just peers in general as gay guys are like, that's something that I've seen happen. I think that's because we're time. sexualized. He... That's a high take. The first, no, I didn't yeah, well, that. the that's first topic,
2: Um, I mean, yeah, that's like a, that is very true, at least from my experience. I'm sure not, that isn't to invalidate any, you know shittiness mm-hmm. that lesbians have gone through with their family or society mm-hmm. or whatever but i mean lesbians is the first search topic on porn hub yes. Yes. oh yeah um, yeah not that i know that personally just saying <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, girl. um <laughs> but no that's porn. true like i mean like you know straight guys who are probably like totally against the gays they still are at the end of the day searching lesbians yeah, on Pornhub. yeah so two girls like, making out let's talk Ooh. about it yeah yeah but it's only for their own sexual pleasure it's uh-huh. not like because they want the happiness for those two gay girls you know so it's like that's yeah that's a very interesting thing to unpack Mm -hmm.
0: because i now mind you there are still homophobes towards lesbians that i'm not negating that because i know that it still happens it's just always been very interesting to me because you know two girls can like walk down the street holding hands and it's like you know whatever now i guess i will say there Uh other besties yeah are they yeah and i will say this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier like so you have you know lesbians that are more on the butch side of things mm-hmm. i think definitely face more backlash for sure because they're not mm-hmm. passing Being which like is a d- whole another topic uh-huh. that i want to well, do an entire this, podcast on well this all this on.
2: literally ties back to gender roles like yeah. people mm-hmm. wanting everybody to be comfortable and in their role mm-hmm. and that's why people all of this stems from fear like whether mm-hmm. it's the pronoun conversation whatever it's like you're not staying in your little box that we gave you and that's what makes society keep going capitalism okay (laughs) and everything and so people just get freaked out because they think the world isn't gonna keep spinning if Mm -hmm. we don't stay in our roles but like it's really just we're adding more boxes that people can go into and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter which one but like that the whole like girls holding hands yes i think people either like go out of their way to assume like for instance me and my girlfriend went out to eat with my mom and my stepdad this weekend at a restaurant. And uh, I think my mom had already let the lady know that my girlfriend was coming to town or something. My mom's been like spilling the tea, y'all, it's like going out of her way to be like girlfriend to people. Like, so that they can't. G-O-R-L. Yeah. Girl. yeah. But the lady came over and she's like, oh, is this your sister? And I was like, oh, girlfriend. She's like, oh, friend. And I was like, Girl brand like you know they just it doesn't compute they either naturally assume that or Mm -hmm. tell themselves that because that's like so weird for them to like
0: it's so hard for people to say it sometimes
2: right
1: we're supposed to be seen as like these we don't show emotion we are the breadwinners of the household we have to be you know macho manly Mm -hmm. and you know that safety net for like a household and so i think for, like, gay men, of course, we're going to get, credit. you know, we're going to get more of a backlash if we try to hold hands. Right. Because, you know, that, that's, that's sissy men shit. Men are clearly you know going, on,
2: yeah, like, men go out of their way even more to show emotion, I think. And so yeah. the fact that y'all are holding hands, it's, like, uh-huh. total. Right. Like, people get thrown off because they're, like. Mm-hmm men in general, whether gay or not, like, shouldn't even be showing weakness. Like, don't Uh, even hold hands with your wife. You know what I mean? And then it's like... You know,
0: or it's, like, because she wanted to. Mm -hmm. Like, it's never...
1: Like I said in the last episode. The man
2: initiated (laughs) it, yeah.
1: Man, is it gay if you wipe your ass? Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because you're touching an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's... Again, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, and I do want to get, you know, have episodes specifically on this whole, like, gender roles in Mm -hmm. society, because it's so much fucking horseshit. It's the
2: core of all, like, Mm -hmm. the... I think the backlash aside from religion, we won't even go there, but mm. like that's the core of the backlash of everything. Cause it just doesn't fit into the storyline. It's not hurting anybody. It's right. not hard to understand. It mm-hmm. just doesn't fit into these roles we've given people mm-hmm. and then causes people to go crazy. And that right. goes,
1: that goes like ac- that's like across the board for like anything. I mean, you don't even have to be gay. You can be straight, but you wear something that's not of the norm right. and people are like, exactly. That's what I'm you, saying. Like, totally oh out gosh. of the yeah. sexuality
2: conversation right like, literally even the term tomboy like that used to be like might still be from some moms but like that was a bad thing like you they wanted mm-hmm. their daughters to be girly you know what i mean right
0: like, it's kind of this yeah. like rolling of that same but, with the boys but i will say um again in my experience at least you know girls that were quote-unquote tomboys were still more like except accepted. than
2: a boy who was being girly yeah. yes yes for yes. sure yes.
0: because you know i wanted to like my nails and like i wanted to do this mm-hmm. kind of things whenever i was a kid that were traditionally female and i never once in my mind thought i want to do this because i feel like a like, like a girl like no you know you it's, just like feminine but like, it, feminine doesn't have
2: to go with female like
0: feminine doesn't have to go with female and it doesn't have to go with gay period you know like that's something that straight men are so terrified of expressing their femininity and they're scared of it because they're scared of being labeled as gay mm-hmm. and they're scared of being labeled as gay because gay has been labeled bad mm-hmm. you know so there's right. just this like this vicious cycle mm-hmm. path of yeah, yeah of because of what society has told them so
2: but a lot straighter relationships would be healthier if the men could tap it's, into their feminine side yes. to then connect with their female partner right. and vice mm-hmm. versa it's just yeah if there was like less gender roles <laughs> more fluidity and all since of the word, I think everyone will connect better because there's mm-hmm. not those barriers of like, right. oh, I can't go there because right. I'm a man and we don't mm-hmm. do exactly. whatever. Yeah.
0: Like, I can't do this or I can't do that or yeah. she can't do this or she can't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Or they can't do this or they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't have to, like, dive super deep into this. but sex. Yeah. We're going to talk about sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had sex with men growing up, yeah? Yes. Okay. See, this
2: is interesting because I actually had sex with a woman first. <gasps> Can you believe? No way! Me? So I was like a gold star for a second.
0: I'm wait. I'm gagged. You had sex I just sex gagged. With a girl okay. First before
1: mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So oh, wow. can
0: we discuss Unpacked. when that yeah, happened? Let's get to the because okay. listen, you just told me. I did that change ago everything for you? That your uh, first time you knew you were into girls was like at 19, and now you're like, but actually.
2: Well, I didn't. That's the thing. Like, even if the girl thing hadn't come along, I would have been a late virgin. I feel like because I didn't. I had sex with a girl at nineteen, I guess, and oh, then that okay. was my first See, time. I'm yeah, to like,
0: under Right. Or, like, I mean, i hooked up with guys, guys before
2: that. that, but literally, like, I could count on one hand how many times. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. not a ton. So I think just one. I've always just been super picky. Period. Even yeah. when I only like guys, I did not date very much, which <laughs> seeing why. But you know, like <laughs> that, and then <laughs> like I just sense. I always was, I was never like super into hooking up. Like even outside of dating, like mm-hmm. I've always been. And I do not judge at all. Like, we all had a hookup era and, and yeah, needed mm-hmm. it. But, mm-hmm. like, I've just always been the person who kind of, like, didn't really mess around unless I liked somebody. I just – probably intimacy issues. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I don't think – yeah, 19 was when I first had experience with a woman, which we can get into. Um, But then I had sex with a couple guys in college, but that was literally it. Okay. okay. I know. It wasn't a thing where I, like, had the relationship and then was like, oh, I need to, like – Explore guys now. It just, like, naturally, if anything, I would have been interested in another girl after, like, knowing Mm -hmm. that that was my tea. But I lived in Fayetteville and, like, literally knew, like, all three gay girls. And you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't, like, this world for me to explore. There was not that audience Mm -hmm. in in Arkansas. So back to Queer South. But, yeah, Yeah. I mean, if I had, like, gone to high school in Denver or something, that would have been a different story with the people I'm surrounded by now. Yeah, but I think that's why I was... I was just more open up sexually, period, at Mm. that point. So that's how I ended up with a couple guys. Definitely was flipped around from what you would think, from what I told you earlier. Yeah.
0: No, it's super interesting, though. So the first time that you had sex with a girl, you were 19. And, you know, you've always kind of thought that you were more into guys. So now you're, like, having sex with a girl. So kind of what did you go through in that moment? Like, how did you end up here? And you're like, oh, there's a vagina in front of me. Like, yeah. was it kind of like, what do I do? Was it supernatural? Like, what? how did that happen? Honestly,
2: it was a long time ago, so, like, I really can't remember, like, super detail, but I remember, like, mindset, you know? And, like, we hung out, like, a few times, I think, like, a few times, at least before anything, like, crazy happened hookup-wise. But, like, I remember being, like, definitely leading up to it, like, am I going to know what to do? Like, which again this is interesting because i hadn't really hooked up with guys very much either so like i didn't i think that almost helped because i didn't know what i was doing period so right, like right. it wasn't like oh this is what i do with a guy so like what i'm supposed to do with the girl is more mm-hmm. so like i don't know how to have sex or anything <laughs> like <laughs> like this still stands is that like for me i guess being gay like i it helps because we have the same parts like i i just knew what to do because even though i it was just weird because I hadn't had much done to me either. So I don't know how I knew what I wanted. You know what I mean? Right. But you just – it's like a unspoken physical thing. Like mm-hmm. you just know what your body would enjoy. So I just remember like just trying to do what I thought would feel good okay, to so me. Had you
0: ever yeah. masturbated?
2: No, and that's another thing. What? Okay. So right. my it's- journey is recent and it's stunning. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. So you
1: had never masturbated before. Right. Like ever. No. Like, never, and like
2: I've been trying to unpack that too, because I'm like, why the fuck was I waiting? But
1: Would you ever were you ever horny?
2: I don't know, girls. Like I think I didn't I th- I think I didn't like I honestly probably thought I was like asexual or something because mm-hmm. well, all same. my <laughs> all my girlfriends were like interesting guys or like we'd go out in college and they'd be like wanting to meet guys on Dixon or whatever it was right. and I was just kind of like I want to go out just to like go out which is totally fine and that's still valid you know mm. what I mean but you're like can we go just, to a drag
1: show <laughs> right no honestly
2: I just never like had I think that's again comes back to the whole importance of representation because it's like I didn't even know what I wanted because I never saw that whereas the second right. I did I mm-hmm. immediately knew what I I knew that night I was like oh I clearly like girls. And then totally related to all those friends. So I think having that option is what made me come to be so quickly, you know? But, like, yeah, I think with the whole masturbation topic, I don't know. I think, like... Well, I'm it's sure not I as normalized
0: for girls to masturbate as, as it is right. for boys. Like, I never you really like had, like, the sex talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it is. It's a very natural thing. Um, That's
2: because the thing is just, like, they. It's just flopping around. And
0: there. you're like, what do I do with and this? It, like, and then all of a sudden, get, yes. So all of a sudden, yeah. now you have an erection. Just, like, and you don't know what an erection is. <laughs> and you're like.
2: We have to, like, go find out. Yes. No,
0: it's very that. because, And, again, it's because it's not normalized for women. Like, I had, like, a quote-unquote sex talk years ago with my dad. And it was it was horrible. But, anyways, specifically. Specifically said to me, he was like, "Everybody masturbates." Now, I was also probably spending way too much time in the bathroom at the time because, mm-hmm. like, when you first start getting boners, you can't keep your hand off of it. Like, you're gonna break it off. It's, oh my god, it's like a joystick. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. I don't know if I'm anxious or horny <laughs> now. <enough. laughs>
1: oh my god, that's my life.
0: <laughs> so, um yeah, like I remember him specifically saying, like, you know, everybody does it. Everybody does it. You know, I was always friends with girls. Hm, hello and i would at, like talk to them about it and they're like no we don't touch ourselves and i'm like why <laughs> yeah <laughs> I it's really why. not like
2: me and my friends never talked about it i'm sure like some friends started earlier than others but right. I, I also did grow up religious and so i don't really think that was talked about but i think it led into me being like you kind of avoided sexuality in general yes, like yeah, even absolutely. if you're straight it's kind of like yeah. the whole sex before marriage all that kind of thing uh-huh. i did get a purity ring and then it broke and then I ordered another one and it broke. So and then so I gave Draperity. up. So that just mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I should have known then. It okay. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although ironically, I was literally the virgin longer, longer than all my friends. But well, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, sexuality
0: yeah. is everybody's personal journey. Um, yeah. So you're with this girl now. You've never even masturbated. So you're not even familiar with your own vagina. And now there's another one. I thought he was talking about me. Invited. Now I was
2: like, "That ain't the case." Oh I mean. no no no! No, <laughs> no yes, yeah, back like, then. Like, Your first time yeah. with the girl. You're right. Here. I had no idea what this territory was. Period. All the same like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you as much as I can. No, I think yeah. I don't really remember that specific time in detail, but I do remember like not knowing what I was doing. But I think it helped. I just didn't know what I was doing. Period. Right. I mean, I got good reviews from what I remember. <laughs> so I think, but <laughs> I just think, <laughs> right? I think it just, yeah, it's just different, and y'all might understand that a little bit being gay as well. Like, it just mm-hmm. it's a guy as well, so it's kind of like right. you You're know like, oh, kind of know what we, what we yeah, like, yeah. Right. You're more in sync. I yeah. think, and communication is still so important with sex even a girl and girl. So I can't imagine in a straight. co I think there needs to be a lot. I would assume to yeah. be like, Communication, that's not like, working. Like, like you need what are you, to, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, so, I know, her but her I will her say her though, her.
1: though, I mean, like guys, we're just, we're so unbelievably simple. I mean, you just yeah. grab it and pump it and you're done, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> but I
0: mean, there are a lot of, you know, nuances that go into it, but yeah, I think
2: right. that's more so the case I would say, With- yeah, that's what we can get into if yeah. you want to see. But the point is, like, yeah, that was definitely all these things it like happened backwards, you know what I mean? Like right. I masturbated like after the fact. I don't know. That's why it's like obviously that was such a long time ago, but that situation was so it's like such a core part of my coming out because it's like I like discovered all these different things like relationships, sexuality through like this relationship. So right. super interesting to look back on. Yeah. But
0: so after this experience with a girl, after that is whenever you had sex with guys yes okay so what (laughs) was like what (laughs) it's so interesting i I love it so you go to have sex with guys now did you find yourself wishing that it was a girl ever like because you've had this experience with a girl i
2: don't think i was wishing because also the difference is like it's hard to compare someone you're like in love with in a relationship and uh-huh. then like two that. fucking chads literally like oh my God, sorry <laughs> literally. but no i don't remember wishing it was a girl i remember for sure comparing because like right you know what i mean the mm-hmm. same way if it had happened the other way around i oh, think absolutely. but like what you know is yeah you're was gonna compare yeah. that to you and like i that's the thing i still like somewhat enjoyed it but it again it's just those are apples and oranges because mm-hmm, right. it was this intimacy with the person your relationship with so if i had dated one of those guys that would have been more interesting to compare you know mm, right. but i never was wishing it was a girl i was just kind of like when can this hand job be over or for job, <laughs> whatever i think like i've tried to blow a job for like 15 seconds total in my life and i'm like it's dead well, that's probably
1: all it took for him
2: Girl, I don't so. know. I think I don't think I gave a fuck if he came. I was just like, you're going to have to get hard. Put it inside me and let's go. Like. Uh, um,
0: okay, so you have sex with guys. You're like, "Yeah, it's whatever. Right. right. And now, okay, now I just kind of want to fast forward. Um, I know we're also on a bit of a time crunch, which oh, is yeah, fine. You're
2: good. Nanny's up here cooking her spaghetti and I'm like talking about blowjobs. It's <laughs> fine.
0: And putting someone inside of you. We Shout love it. Shout out to Nanny. <laughs> um, so we're going to fast forward a little bit. So you have your girlfriend now and First of all, you guys are so fucking cute together.
2: Thank you. She's
1: hot. Yeah. Honestly. I'm not going to say it to your face, but she's going to hear me say it. I literally had a crush on her. Like,
2: we can get into the tea. But, like, from the second I met her and everyone. So, (laughs) I got my way, (laughs) (laughs) honeys.
0: Um, So, because this has been my experience. Like, I was not that sexual of a creature before. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I hooked up. Like, it was something that I thought I had to do. It was something that I would tell myself. Like, oh, well, maybe if I do this, I'll feel better. Whatever. Whatever. I never did. I was in a relationship for a long time that I wasn't super happy in. And I never wanted to have sex in that relationship because I was just like, ugh. Like, it yeah. just, I, it didn't do it for me. And then I met Colby. And uh, I got into a relationship. Said, oh. <laughs> <Come on>. so, <laughs> Not him so, after I met him and we, like, had this, like, immediate emotional connection, like, sex with him has been... Priority. So
2: amazing.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's literally the...
0: <laughs> The best sex that I've ever had, and it's because for me that emotional connection that you were just talking about. Oh, (laughs) yeah, no one else that you could stay. (laughs) Honestly,
2: from our previous conversation, I think that needs to be (laughs) Um
0: But yeah, it's having that emotional connection really changes the fucking game for sure for me, and it sounds like you're the same way. Like, yes, I've always
2: clearly it hit different when I was actually talking to the person. Mm. No pun intended. Like hit different. Yeah. But Um,
0: so with your girlfriend now do things just seem like the most natural that they could
2: yes like for sure that is we were just talking about that earlier like love languages even that's Mm -hmm. not as sexual obviously but like physical touch i don't feel like used to be a top one for me like and i mean i'm a big hugger like don't get me wrong i'm definitely that with friends but Mm -hmm. like i'm just not super affectionate Mm -hmm. that type of thing Mm -hmm. and now i'm like literally like have to even be touching my like pinky finger to her back or something we got to bet you know what i mean no, it's, it's like completely such bad. a weird I've thing i hated
0: cuddling my whole life like, Same. like i wouldn't even do it with friends anyone like, yeah, that, like that just that, maybe don't, uncomfortable don't touch yeah. me yeah <laughs> if always if i'm not like wrapped yeah. around him at night like i'm angry or you're like or, what like, are
2: we over like what's the problem yeah like, like oh what right. are we yeah. like what
0: are we even um you know we lay on the couch and his feet are like always on my lap like it's just you know it's definitely the emotional connection yeah it's a whole Mm. game changer yeah um so yeah i always think that that's very interesting to talk to people about because people do have different experiences with that you know i know people who can cuddle or make out or fuck anybody and just keep trucking right along and that's you know that's not for everybody and that's okay okay we are gonna kind of wrap things up because i know you need to go get your spaghetti girl well if you
2: want any questions about lesbian sex now's the time okay well
0: that's very true so Mm. you mentioned toys earlier so i think that that's i think that it's a huge I'll thing plug. with lesbians i'll plug ladies right? i know you're waiting okay. <laughs>
2: well one thing i was gonna say is to jump from like the relationship we kind of went from like the start of my gayness to hopefully now the end too oh. but uh, oh. <laughs> no but like you hear, you hear i funny. had like i after like the guys in college and stuff like that like just living in fayetteville and like not being in the college vibe you mm-hmm. know right. and then obviously moving to denver i definitely have had more time and opportunities to, like, explore my sexuality, especially with girls, so that's been really, I think that, obviously, that first relationship was interesting as far as coming out and everything, but it's that period of just, like, hooking up yeah, and figuring out my type that has totally, mm-hmm. like, expanded my sexuality, and I've, had, and I've had my own share of, like, actual hookups now that aren't emotional, which is not really what I prefer, right. but I think it was important to mm-hmm. understand, like, okay, your sexuality wasn't tied to any of these people you dated, you know, so... Right. That, um, after I like had hooked up with people, I had a friend who was kind of like a friend to benefits thing. Like I was, then I was just like, I'm tired of this dynamic. Like I Mm -hmm. just want to, I want to have to have the hookup without your drama. So yes, I got a toy ladies. It's called the Satisfier Pro.
0: Oh, where do they get it?
2: I don't know. I used <laughs> I used my friend's credit card back in the day, my friends with benefits person, because I was like, you're wasting my time, but give me your <laughs> <laughs> but give me your money. <laughs> Call her daddy. Yes, okay. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I think it was just like from some online sex store, but literally I just plugged it to a couple of my girlfriends uh, recently, and they got it on Amazon. They sell it at Walmart.
1: Mm, no way. Yeah.
2: Anyway, so it has this like clit sucker. It literally has like a little i mean there's it comes with all kinds the one i have like has the actual dildo and mm-hmm. then like the part for your clit mm-hmm. and but basically i like got that just as it was kind of a joke like me and my friends got one at the time mm-hmm. and then next thing you know i'm like in a relationship with it you know? <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like you're taking yeah, it everywhere and honestly like-, like it is funny and all but like again since i would never masturbated and then there was just these one-off sexual experiences mm-hmm. like that really did show me like oh this is the big T. I had never, and my girlfriend knows this. So we joke about it all the time. But, like, I had never had an orgasm until that toy. That's sorry what, I was, to, about to, that's what sorry I was about to Sorry to all you. the people mentioned before. <laughs> no, but, that's a super
0: important thing to yeah. touch base on uh-huh. um, for ladies or for anyone that has a clit, right? Like, you have to get comfortable with that yourself before you can ever like actually well, you don't even know like what you're waiting on
2: what to uh-huh. communicate to the other person because you don't know what mm-hmm. is even possible so right. like yeah. again that's not to say i had not enjoyed the sex before guys right. girls whatever but i i actually just kind of always left being like i don't like Did totally I? understand the hype i guess it felt uh-huh. good like it felt good so i guess i like orgasm and it's like. <laughs> Sis, unless you're screaming at the top of your lungs, dead. <laughs> it's so dead. She's a screamer. So you yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I heard it here first. I'm sure you're all surprised. I'm loud as fuck all the time.
0: Yeah, I just think because now there are two women involved, and women, as a whole, typically get the short end of the stick during sex.
2: No pun intended. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, I think whenever you dive into two girls, um, or two people with clits like now you've got two people who are knowledgeable about it as long as you become knowledgeable with yourself first with your own body now you can have this whole experience where it's like everything is even more elevated because you know where to go you know what to do exactly and now you can have like the most fun that you've ever had then you add this whole emotional factor in of being in love with Mind the person. Mind blowing, or, well, honestly. Mm-hmm. We no, we love? are in love. Okay, good. <laughs> also, she's
2: the first person human who may become. So, uh, claps for her, lady. Okay. No, but Listen, I mean, just a whole awakening. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. That's all I got to say. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
2: I think with girls, too, it, it's different. I mean, everyone, I think, is a little bit different, but right. like, from what I know, like, girls tend to either, you can, like, be stimulated from your clit like externally or internally like that's where like straight sex hits different i think Mm -hmm. or but i think majority of girls it's in their clit and so like that's why it's like not very shocking that you know what i mean like as long as you're communicating and you have a hand, like it's gonna happen period right um whereas some straight girls may not experience that very much because it usually just goes straight into the penetration and it's like You probably get the better orgasm if he just like rub your clit a little bit, but uh, not like a mosquito bite or anything. But (laughs) just like well, but also I think
0: that's another thing is like girls are even in sex sometimes afraid to pleasure themselves. Mm-hmm. even though you know they could be elevating the experience right. while being Highly penetrated recommend and like that. doing it them for mm-hmm. the, doing for sure. it themselves you know but i think again there's this whole stigma around women masturbating that they don't even feel comfortable doing it because their sexuality set. should be
2: tied to the man exactly like, not just, yeah. yeah exactly like mm-hmm.
0: because that you know they're taught to basically protect the man's ego so right. like if a man now sees a woman doing this to herself well, it's like well that's exactly. the whole
2: that's I know there's different parts of it. I think it, they have like pros and cons, like gay mm-hmm. guys versus lesbians. But that's the thing is like, lesbians don't need men in any sense of the words, and so right. that's like very triggering for straight men because it's mm-hmm. like yeah. you need us for X, Y, Z. So it's like, like that's no. like a whole threatening to their existence, right. like because we don't need them right. like sexually or mm-hmm. for whatever else. But yeah. it's going well so far. I don't know to <laughs> tell them.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so. I know there was an organization that you wanted to talk about.
2: Oh, yeah, well, I mean, if you know me at all, you know I literally stand Miley Ray Destiny Hope Miley Ray Cyrus. Oh, officially changed. Oh, oh, I know. But like, let's talk from the beginning. <laughs> it's Miley started an organization called Happy Hippie, um, and it was—it's really about all um, homeless youth, but especially LGBTQ youth because they make up the majority of the homeless youth population, just due to being kicked out of their homes or whatever it may be for all the reasons we've named today. Mm -hmm. With everything else going on in the world, unfortunately homelessness is probably going to be a problem you know what i mean throughout oh yeah, that and then yeah. as long as religion's a thing people are gonna be getting kicked out of their house for being gay so right. i definitely encourage you to go at least follow her um accounts happy hippie i think it's like happy hippie foundation. foundation like fdn or something yeah, like some that part,
1: yeah and now when you go to this website kind of navigate for me
2: i know that they it educates on like just the fact of people a lot of people don't know like just stats about homelessness mm-hmm. in with youth specifically and then mm-hmm. the fact that so many are lgbtq plus so i think there's some resources on there about what that looks like and mm-hmm. then also i think there's a locator for like places around you mm-hmm. closest that are connected with happy hippie so yeah, i was gonna
0: ask about that too because i think especially here in arkansas there's not like that many places that are very vocally accepting right well i will plug one
2: thing for arkansas there's a place called lucy's place yes okay yes yes Yes. Mm -hmm. um i think she partnered with them or i think she's picked somewhere in each state that is Mm -hmm. you know obviously open to lgbtq plus and so that's the one in arkansas that's somewhat Mm -hmm. cohort i don't know exactly how they're connected but i think i think the money like filters down from just, like, happy, happy to local places. Right, to local places. Yeah, so um, that, and then obviously you can just read about, like, where your donation would go or whatever. So, um, yeah, I was going to plug Miley, but...
0: Yeah, Um, well, we'll link... The website to Happy Hippie Foundation. Yes, and the bio and and we'll
1: share the link for Lucy's place as well. Yes,
0: because we definitely want to support locally, um, Mm -hmm. specifically our queer places in the South, because we need more of those. So they're very few
1: and far between.
0: All right. Well, thank you for being here, Maggie. Of course. I'm like, I love that. I literally (laughs) was
2: texting them last week, being like, I'm obsessed with the podcast. (laughs) Listening to, I still need to listen to part two, so I'm gonna have to do it on the plane ride. Okay. Well, she just came out. But Colby's like, um. Yeah, by the way, can I like, be a guest? Yeah. like, oh, this is really... You're like, quickly. my plan worked. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. It was my plug. It yeah, was my yeah. plan all along. Uh, but yeah, thank you for having me. I yeah. don't, like... I, d- I do feel like it's... There's a lack of lesbian presence Represent in suicide, Arkansas, yeah. period. Right. Like, yeah. so anything I can... I didn't have that representation when right. I needed it. So if anyone's yeah. listening, sign yeah. the DMs if you got a question.
0: <laughs> well, since you have more followers than both of us, I don't think it's necessary uh. for you to plug yourself. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. Where yeah, can they
1: find you on yeah. social media? Mm.
2: Instagram, it's uh, MaggieKW underscore. You can add me on Facebook too if you want. I think I'm like public on everything anyways because I don't really care.
0: All right, Maggie. Well, thank you so much. Um, this has been really rewarding and I'm super happy again to talk to someone that's not Colby. What do you mean it. <laughs> Thank you so
2: much for having me. I'm glad I could like do something at least a little bit queer while I'm in Arkansas. Yes,
1: so yeah. We well, you always we know we love where to it. Find it.
0: <laughs> All right, well, again, thanks for being here. Now I'll go eat some spaghetti, girl.
2: Nanny's waiting me. Y'all, she already called me while I'm recording this. Oh. So I'm like, just let me be gay for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Maggie. Bye.
1: Wasn't that fun? Yeah, I'm horny. Well, for her. Okay.
0: (laughs) What's new? (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks again for tuning in with us this week, guys. We had such a good time interviewing Maggie. We can't wait to get to do more of these interviews. Don't forget to tune in next week where we are going to be taking a deep dive into gender. Colby and I are going to be doing some research on the topic. Um, A lot of research, I should say. And why
1: it's a construct. It's... Fucked. Fuck gender. We're gonna tear it apart. We're gonna tear. And the it wise down, words of uh, Sasha Valore. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yes, guys. So make sure you give us a follow, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, rate,
1: review, share, tag us in any and everything. Yes,
0: we want to be a platform. We want to share things. Um, if you take
1: whole pics, please tag us.
0: Yes. Also tag <laughs> our individual accounts. Yes. anyways guys thanks for joining us this week we can't
1: wait to see you next week Bye. bye bye